We begin today's shiur, six lines from the top of Daf Samach Ches. The Gemara opens with a quote from the Mishnah, Uben Teisha Shonim V'yoyim Echod Poislim V'lo Machilin. The Mishnah had discussed, and we saw this at the end of our previous shiur, a number of situations where a woman will either be rendered unfit for uh, eating of truma or a situation where the woman will not be enabled to start eating truma. So without getting into all the details, that of course was the discussion at the end of our previous year regarding the first several examples. Now we, fo- we focus on the uh, the example of the Mishnah of Ben Teisha Shonim V'yom Echad. So what is that? The Gemara continues. Ka Salka Daitoch B'Shemeres Yavam Leven Teisha V'yom Echad. The thinking right now is that we're talking about a woman whose husband died leaving no children, but he had a surviving brother who is nine years old and a day, and she did not have any relations, any intimacy with him. So, if that be the case, the Gemara wants to know, Lemai, what uh, ramification does this have? If you're talking about a woman who is a Bas Kayen, she's the daughter of a Kayen, and because she is waiting for this uh, Yavam, who's nine years old and a day, she would be re- rendered unfit for truma of her father's house. A woman in general who is a Bas Kohen and her husband either divorces her or dies, she would go back to her father's house and continue or resume eating of truma. But in the case that she's waiting for a Yavam who is nine years old in a day, so maybe that is what the Mishnah wants to teach us, that she would be rendered psula, mifsal psula, unfit for eating truma from her father's house. Well, if that were the case, katan nami mifsal posil, even if he was less than that of age. Now, you might be asking, well, a nine-year-old is also a katan. There's a difference, a technical difference, a child, a male, that's nine years old in a day, the intimacy that he conducts has a halachic significance. Less than nine years old in a day, the intimacy that this male child would engage in lacks legal, it lacks any legal status. So, if the issue is uh, a woman waiting for a yavam who is nine years old in a day, well, they could have told me even a bigger chiddish, if, even if the child was less than that age, she would not be able, she's, not, she's considered bound to the Yavam, even though he's so young, and he, uh, uh, she would not be able to go back to her father's house to resume uh, truma consumption. Now, if what the mission is trying to teach me about a Ben Teshashan of Yom Echad, that he is, uh, we'll say, the issue of enabling her to eat, and in other words, and, and the point here is, is that he does not enable her to eat. That is the ben teishes shanim v'yom echad, the 
and that would be a case of a Bas Yisrael that is uh, waiting to do Yibum with a Koyen and the mission is telling me that a Ben Teishishonim Fiyomechot is not Ma'achil well Godol Nami Loi Ma'achil a, an adult a full-fledged adult Yavam does not enable a uh, who, who happens to be a Kohen who uh, of course is a Kohen he's entitled to eat Truma but he does not enable her to eat Truma so that why would the mission of, of, of focus on a on a case which has less chidush uh, uh, to it when even a gadol, a full-fledged adult who's capable of intimacy in the fullest sense of the word but in a shomeris yavam situation where she's waiting for the yavam he does not entitle her to eat so what is the point of the Mishnah when it features the Yavam who is a Bente Shoshanam V'yomechad as we go on in the Gemara you'll notice we have diamonds and on the side of the Gemara we have a Nosei Mivne heading a topic heading with a structural note Hezbeirin these represent explanations Lahad Dekotoni B'Mishnah to explain the Mishnah statement that Bente Shoshanam V'yomechad what is the Mishnah driving at what is the point in mentioning this in the list of those that are poislin veloi ma'achilin? Another marking appears, a volcano shape or trapezoid. And if you skim down the page, you'll notice one of them highlights the word biyavam, and the next word highlights the word psulim. These are uh, markings that are, we call them a simuna marking, we'll have lit to highlight. I have Dale the distinction Bain Pirusham Shel Abaye Verova. Abaye is the first one to explain the Mishnah, and then Rava. And you'll notice that the these uh, shapes highlight the main point of difference. So Omar Abaye, Hacha. And note, by the way, this is a, we have a long marking here. Hacha Biyavam Ben Teishishanam Viomechad, where the uh, emphasis. Here is on the Ein Ma'achilin. The Yavam, who is nine years old in the day, does not enable the Yavama to partake of Truma. And we're talking about a Ben Teshishan Vyamechan, Habo Al Yavimta. We've dashed underline Habo means he, there was intimacy. This is in distinction to what we were thinking before when we introduced the issue here this is a change the Yavam had intimacy the nine year old and a day had intimacy with the uh, widow of his deceased brother uh, we're talking we're talking about that on a Torah level there is acquisition in other words the bond is formed the marriage is established this Yibo marriage is established on a Torah level now when a in general when a uh, male adult marries a male adult Koyen marries a, a woman so he, enab- he enables her even if she's not from a Koyen family he enables her to eat Shruma here we have a bond that's formed on a Torah level and yet, the, the Mishnah is telling us, according to Abaye, that the Yovam Ben Teisha is not going to enable her, even though he's a Kohen, it does, he does not enable her, the woman, the widow, to partake of Truma. Salka Daitoch Amina. 
I would have thought without the Mishnah since on a Torah level there is a bond there is, a, there is acquisition there is a, a consummation of the marriage and that is a function of his intimacy having a significant legal status I would have thought loichil Loichel comes from the word achil or ochal that he would enable her to eat. Komash Malon, the Mishnah reveals to us that Osu Bias Bentesha Shonim Viomechod Kemaimer Begodol. That the halachic status, and this is a rabbinic intervention, that the Rabbonans say that the intimacy conducted by a nine year old uh, male has the status of Mimer. Mimer is where a Yavam gives money to the Yavama, which has only significance on a rabbinic level, on a Torah level it has no significance there's a Rashi across from here Habo the Ilu Godol if it was an adult Yavam have Achli he would have enabled her to eat Vashminen Rabusa and the Mishnah reveals to us a new point the Afagav the even though his intimacy is considered uh, having a legal status of intimacy loy machil he does not enable her to eat from truma upoislam dikotani if you have the Mishnah readily available at the bottom lower part of Samach Zayin Omid Beis so the Mishnah used the term uh, right after this phrase it said in the Mishnah that word upoislam in, that's in the Mishnah Dekotoni Bamasnis Bamasnis and Ashora Koi. It's going on the other examples that preceded the Benation of Yemechad, namely Aubar, Vyavam, Belobia, Veerusin, Vecherish, Avol Bentesha, Lonakat Le Ella, Mishum, Vein, Machilin. The point of teaching Benation Yemechad was to tell me that even though his Bia, his intimacy, is considered of significance, on a rabbinic level, he does not enable her to eat from truma. We continue in the Gemara. Omar le Rava. So Rava attacks Abaye's explanation. Ihachi seifa dekotoni. In the seifa of our Mishnah, it said sofek sofek she'eno. Hashda. Once you say this pshat. Hashta vadai bentesha lo machil safek mibaya. The seifa at this point in, is understood as telling me that if there's a child who you don't know for sure if he's nine years old in a day, that he is not machil. Well, if if you're telling me now that a child who is definitely nine years old in a day, when you talk about a safek bentesha meachod, you're telling me maybe he's not even nine years old in a day. And the Mishnah would seem to be telling me in the Sefer that he's not Ma'achil. Well, if you're going to use Abaye's Pshat, you're basically saying even if he's a known nine years old in a day, he's even older than what the Suffolk would have indicated. He's definitely nine years old in a day. That he is not Ma'achil. So we'll read that line again in the Gemara. Once you tell me that a definite nine year old in a day is not Ma'achil Betruma, Certainly, the Suffolk won't be able to. So, as far as Rava is concerned, there's a problem with Rabbi's Pshat because the, the Seifa is hard to understand. Elo, my Rava. 
בבין תשע שנה וימי אחד, דהנך פסולים קטוני, דפס לי בביוסן. The case of בין תשע שנה וימי אחד has nothing to do with a יובם. It's rather a child who's nine years old in a day who is one of the פסולים that are taught in the Mishnah. Rashi says פסולים כגון מאמזר ונוסן. Uh, those are cases, maybe we will just be a little more accurate. They're not taught specifically in our Mishnah, but these are people that are unfit for a woman to marry. A mamzer, a nosin. Nosin is a from a nation of people that, whose conversion wasn't really an acceptable conversion. Rashi continues. The Mishnah had spoken about different ex- de- examples of the Ubar and the Ovam at the beginning of Mishnah, and also mentioned Ben These are poislim. It's taught for that. The lo machilin the the Hemshech, the continuation of the Mishnah that said, Lo Machilin, that phrase, Lo Aben Teisha Koi, it's not going on the nine year old. Elo Ashara, it's going on the other cases, the Ubar, the Yavam, the Erusin, and the Cheresh. In those cases, we say they're not Machilin. We continue, we turn back to the Gemara. So Rava tells us that the Mishnah's citation of Ben Teisha Shem Vimechad as being as being um, well being poislim, this it, it deals with nine year old mamzers and nesinim. The Gemara continues. Uh, we read Dahanach Psulim Kotani the Pasli Bibiosan as a result of intimacy with these kind of people the woman is rendered unfit and as we said it's taught in the Mishnah this line of is taught because of their poislin characteristic of course they're not going to be ma'achil but that's not what the Mishnah's agenda is at this point these are a list of people that are all problematic. They cannot marry into the rank and file of the Jewish people. So, if any of these people that are even nine years old in a day that had intimacy with a uh, a Jewess that has a pure background, so they render her unfit. Rashi says, Poslua, in Bas Kayen, if she's a Kayen's daughter, what do we mean Poslua? It means Minha Truma. She can't eat any more from the Truma of her father's house. And if she's a Levi of Yisraelis, they would un- render her unfit, the Levi or the Yisraelis, to marry a Kohen at some time in the future. Question. The continuation of the mission of founded of Samach Teslamat Aleph, it says, If they're not fit to marry into the Jewish people, so they render the woman that they are with, the Jewish woman, they render her unfit. The uh, Gemara continues. With a with a spelling out the question, Michlal, from this it would seem de Reisha 
lav bipsulim askinon. If the seifa features the psulim, so the ratio then was talking about something else. The Gemara says no. The ratio is in fact talking about psulim. Simply ratio psule kohol seifa psule kahuna. The ratio, namely our Mishnah, is referring to people that are possible to marry any Jew. And as we saw before. Uh, like a, a, a mamzer, a nosin, the seifa that says uh, if, if that roy lovel be Israel, the word be Israel is a little tricky. Be Israel means really the kahuna, and Rashi makes a point of this. If they're not fit to marry into the kahuna, so their intimacy, a person who fits into that category as being unfit to marry into the kahuna, so their intimacy would. Uh, would result in poislim. When we make reference to psule kahuna, so that refers to people that a man, for example, that's a cholol, that he is a person whose father was a kohen who married a divorcee. He, the son, is called a cholol and he's unfit to marry into the kahuna. So if he has relations uh, and with a Jewish, with a, uh, a, a regular kosher woman, he will uh, render her unfit. And if she, if she was a a bas kohen, he'll render her unfit to participate to partake of truma. And Rashi spells this out: sefa psulekuna cholol v'afagav dekatoni she'enon ruin lovo b'yisrael. And our hold is in fact yes, Roi Lovobi Israel. He is fit to marry a regular uh, a woman from the Jewish rank and file. But nevertheless, the Mishnah that says that, that even though th- those are that are not Roi Lovobi Israel, Lo Mayri Elobikahuna. It's really talking about the realm of Kehanim. The Meresha have Amina Psule Kolhu. From the Resha, I would think that we're talking about people unfit to marry into the Jewish people. The pasli avobias cholololo, but I wouldn't have known that the intimacy with a cholol would render her unfit. Therefore, the Mishnah teaches me what otherwise would appear to be a redundancy, but it's to bring out this point that psule kahuna men who are unfit. Uh, as far as they're being considered as we said before they're a cholol their intimacy with a woman will render her unfit Gufa here the Gemara quotes that which was mentioned uh, before in passing and now we focus on it Ben Teisha Shonim V'yoyim Echad a boy that is nine years and a day Ger Amoni Umoavi Mitzri Vedomi Kusi Nosin Cholol Umamzer these are a list of different people that are not to marry into the Jewish uh, among to marry a Jew Shebol al Kohenes Levi of Yisraelis. If any of these, a convert from Ammon Moav from um, Egypt, from Edom, a Kusi and Nosin, these are people whose conversion to Judaism is uh, held in in question. A Cholol and Mamzer 
a cholo we should point out is someone that is allowed to marry into the Jewish people but he's not uh, if he marries a woman uh, he will he will let's say affect her Kohen truma status and a mamzer mamzer is a person also who though he is Jewish but he cannot marry into the rank and file Jewish people if any of these shebo that intimacy al kohenis of Yisraelis that have intimacy with a kohenis uh, is a woman who comes from a house of kohenim or a levia Yisraelis so these are women that are have uh, pure uh, Jewish background posluha they have rendered her unfit there's Rashi explains in greater detail Poslua. We have a little star uh, at the Rashi that we're looking at uh, about uh, eight, nine lines up from the bottom. Poslua Kehenes Mitruma de Nosha Umin Hakuna. If she's a woman that comes from a house of Kehanim, so it, their intimacy will render her unfit to partake of Truma from her father's house, and they will render her unfit to marry a Kohen. Levi of Israelis minhakuna. With regard to Levi Israelis that don't eat truma anyway, they are, however, rendered unfit to marry a kohen by as a result of the intimacy with the these uh, aforementioned individuals. The source continues. Rabbi Omer. Now, what we're going to have is Rabbi and he's followed by Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. They say comments that appear maybe a bit cryptic nevertheless the Gemara will deal with them will analyze them later on so we'll just translate and wait for the Gemara to deal with it uh, on Daf Samachtes Rabbi Yossi Oimer Kol Shezaro Posel Posel anyone whose offspring are unfit so they will render a woman unfit anyone whose children are not unfit so their intimacy will not render the woman unfit if you can marry this individual's daughter that then a then marriage to his almona will not render uh, then uh, then his his almona is fit is fit to marry the kahuna. If you cannot mar- marry the individual's daughter, so then then uh, uh, you would not be allowed to marry his almona. Again, that is uh, uh, cryptic. And we'll wait, Mirza Shem, for the Gemara to elaborate on that. Now, we have on the side a topic heading, a say, And we also indicate that this goes till Dafsamach Teslam Aleph. Makairos Debias Pasul Posel. These are sources that intimacy with someone who is unfit can render the woman with whom he had the intimacy un- unfit. And when we speak about unfit, we're talking about Lachilas Truma. Uh, for a Bas Kohen, a Levia, and Yisraelis. We also will speak about Linose Le to marry into the Kahuna for a Bas Kohen, a Levia of Yisraelis. As we go through the Gemara, we'll notice uh, uh, the Mivne, um, the structural note, features the house marking, which will be appearing in two, an alternating 
directions indicating a ma'akav and a keep, an attempt to keep track of a give and take type structure the house with the uh, point facing up the, the, that will represent uh, responses the inverted house will represent a question so the Gemara after asking Minohani Mili from where do we know that Bias Posul is Posel from where do we know that? So the Gemara answers. Amrav Yudah Amrav Amar Krop Ubas Kohen Kisia Leish Zor And the Apostle goes on to say we wrote this between the lines He Betrumas HaKadoshim Lo Sochel The Apostle says that a, the daughter of a Kohen when she marries an Ish Zar so she cannot partake of Trumas HaKadoshim Kevan Shinivala Leposula Posla once she has relations with someone who is unfit, so she becomes unfit. The Gemara asks, Hi, Miboyale, this Posuk is needed for something else. The Ka'omarachmona, it's telling us Baskoin the Mitzvah Lazar Lo Sechul. A Baskoin, a daughter of, of a Kohen, who as such was accustomed to eating Truma of her father's house. When she marries a czar, in this case czar means a non-Kohen, she stops eating. So the the pasuk isn't describing the woman herself becoming unfit, but rather it's describing the halacha that a girl who was used to eating truma from her father's house, when she marries a non-Kohen, she stops eating the truma, but nothing to do with her becoming unfit. The Gemara responds, "Hahi mi v'shava el beis ovia kinurea mi lechem ovia tochel nafka." The point of a girl having married a non coin a czar, stopping truma eating is learned from this other pasuk, v'shava el beis ovia. And the Gemara explains the Hezbar mi dekomer achmona v'shava el beis ovia tochel from the fact that the pasuk says that she goes back to her father's house to continue to resume eating truma that shows us that when she was not in her father's house when she was married to a non-Kohen that she was not eating we should simply point out that this other posuk uh, begins with the words ubas kohen. We have this on the side of the Gemara. You can see ubas kohen kisial mona ugrusha vizera Eila, a daughter of a kohen when she becomes a widow or is divorced and she has no children from that husband. Then vishavel beisovia kinuram lechem Then she goes back to her father's house to eat from the truma. So we see that when she was married to a non-kohen, she was not eating. The Gemara uh, asks, "E mehahi, if I'm going to be relying on the Vashava pasuk, have amina, I would have thought lav habo michlal ase equals ase. The pasuk there is stated in the positive. She shall go back to her father's house, and and we concluded from that that when she's not in her father's house, namely she's married to a czar, so she doesn't eat. That's called a lav, a negative." that is inferred from a positive that has a positive status that it's considered an assay therefore kosav rachmona hai lelav so I need our original pasuk 
Pusik Yud Beis of Ubas Kayhain Kiseli Zar Ibutrumas Akotchin Lo Sochel for the negative of that. And if if so, so then I don't have a source for the woman herself becoming psula uh, as a result of uh, intimacy with someone unfit. The Gemara answers, love, as far as you're concerned for a negative command, uh, by the way, just to mention parenthetically that the, the last question was such, well, that, that's, that's fine as far as an assay is concerned, but what about the love? Very often, when we see mitzvahs that are stated only in the positive, uh, we know that if it is violated, so there is no punishment for it, uh, no, let's say, uh, court-ordained punishment. So very often the Gemara will be looking for, is there a negative as well? With the appearance of a negative, that will enable the court to issue lashes. Hence the Gemara was interested in, in saying that the issue of a woman who is married to a non-Kohen would get lashed if she, uh, even though she's a Bas Kohen, if she eats from Truma. The Gemara uh, answers anyway that as far as if you're looking for a love, that is learned me v'chol zar lo yoichal kodesh nafka. So I would have a source from this other pasuk v'chol zar, leaving available my opening pasuk of pasuk yud beis ubas zar as a source for the woman herself becoming psula, the source we were looking for. The Gemara asks, though, "Hahu mi This pasuk that says "v'cholzar lo yochal kodesh" is not needed for some uh, uh, other halacha, meaning that a woman who's a bas kohen who marries a czar cannot eat from truma. That's needed for itself, for a real czar, a straightforward non-kohen is also in eating truma. But as far as the bas kohen who is herself not really a zara. Uh, I would need my opening pasuk to tell me that when she's married to a non-Kohen, she cannot eat from Truma. And if that be the case, I lose my source for the idea of the woman herself becoming psula as a result of intimacy with someone forbidden. The Gemara says, no, I, I still can free up our original pasuk. Trey, v'chol, zar, ksiv. I have two, and Rashi mentions the uh, the, uh, the the two psukim that we that the Gemara just mentioned. Uh, one is uh, pasuk yud, and you have in uh, another pasuk that Rashi mentions. Anyway, we have uh, we have sources for the truma eating prohibition. The Gemara asks about but still mi boyalei lechir biosi berchanina. The Amr biosi berchanina. V'chol zar. Zorus amartilach v'loi aninus. I actually am using up my v'chol zar psukim for I have, I need one for Rabbi Yossi's teaching. And if that be the case, so then my original pasuk is not available for teaching me about the bas that the uh, the the uh, woman becomes rendered possible by intimacy with someone who is unfit. Now, what's Rabbi Yosef is teaching? That it says it states that uh, 
there is truma prohibition for someone who is a non kohen for a czar, but not for a kohen that happens to experience aninus. Aninus is a situation where a close relative died and it hasn't been buried yet during that time period before from between death and burial. So there are areas that there is restriction. Not so in the case of eating of truma. A czar cannot eat truma, but an onain is allowed to eat truma. The Gemara answers, to Rabbi Yossi that particular halacha of the inference, czar, no, but a onain, yes, is min czar v'chol czar nafka. The vov, v'chol, the vov is a basis for, Rabbi, for darshaning Rabbi Yossi halacha, and hence, it's accounted for, and I don't need to resort to my original posuk for uh, truma restrictions, but rather, as we said, it would be a source for a woman who had intimacy with a with a puzzle that she would become unfit. Question: But I still need the original posuk for something else, which says the source says. When we speak about a woman going back to her father's house, we speak about her going back to resume truma eating, but she can no longer eat from sacrifices, the portions that are given to Kehanim from sacrifices offered in the base. I mean, just that she does not resume eating. The uh, Rashi says, Vakati, we're looking at Rashi on the third narrow line, Vakati hai de baska in kisia, mi boyale, le likuchen gemurin. It's not for the bia, the intimacy of someone puzzle, but it's a reference to a woman who had a likuchen gemurin, a full fledged kosher marriage, lashminan kishi chazeris le besavia, the misas habal, vizera ain law. She goes back as a result of her non kohen husband dying, and she leaves no children. She doesn't go back to eating from the portions of sacrifices, the chazav the breast meat and the the leg meat that is uh, that is given to kohanim from shlomim sacrifices. In contrast to her other unmarried sisters, that uh, a Kohen and his entire family, including his daughters, do eat from those things, but not the daughter of a Kohen who had married a kosher marriage and her husband died. She does not go back to Chazavishok. So our question right now is. I still need my opening pasuk of Ubas Kink, Yisraelish Zor, for this particular halacha. Viyama Rav Chistoma Ravina, Bar Rav Shilo, my craw. What is the pasuk for this? That when, we, when she goes back to her father's house, she does not resume Chazavishok eating? Our opening pasuk, which we learn from that lo sochel bemurom min hakodashim the pasuk has said trumas hakodashim trumas hakodashim means truma means something that is raised from from sacrifices that which is separated from sacrifices and given to kohanim from that she shall not eat so I lose my source 
for the original issue that we were looking for, namely that a woman who becomes, uh, who has intimacy with someone who is unfit, which is puzzle, she becomes puzzle. The Gemara answers, Im Kain, kra, he lo sochel. If the Pasuk was simply trying to tell us that the woman who goes back, the Bas Kohen who goes back to her father's house doesn't eat from the sacrificial uh, portions, it could have said, he, he bekodoshim lo sochamai betrumas hakodoshim. There's an extra word here. Trumas hakodoshim. Shamis mino tarti. This enables us to learn both points. Number one, the issue of the chaz of Ashok, that she does not continue, resume eating. And also that bias posel posel. That a intimacy with someone who is unfit to, uh, as we mentioned, the list of those that were unfit, if they have intimacy with her, they render her unfit as well. She won't be able to, a woman that had intimacy with one of them, will not be able to uh, eat truma or marry into the kahuna. The Gemara asks, Akati, uh, that is Ashkechon Kayhenes. The Pasuk that we have been relying on speaks about Abbas Kohen. So that would tell us that uh, that um, it would tell us that uh, uh, a daughter of a Kohen is rendered unfit. Leviah v'Yisraelis minolon. From where do we know that a non-Bas Kohen, a regular kosher Jewish woman that has relations, has intimacy with someone who's unfit, that it renders them unfit into marrying the Kohuna, where do we learn that from? The Gemara says, Kid Omar Rabbi Abo Omar Rav, as Rabbi Abo Omar Rav says, Bas Ubas, that you focus on the Vov of the of that word. Hachanami, here too you have Bas Ubas. The Vov of Ubas Kohen includes serves to include the Levi of Israelis. The Gemara asks, Keman Kirbi Akiva. The Dorish Vovin is this entire halacha then based only on the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, who pays attention to the Vovim, who sees the Vov as the basis of drushes, of learning new halachas? Is this then limited to a, a, a we'll call it a single opinion? The Mor says, no, Afilu Temo Rabbonon, even according to the Rabbonon, we will derive this particular halacha. Why? Kule ubas pro yeserahu. The entire ubas, it's not just the vav, but the entire uh, word is extra. Rashi says, Kule ubas pro yeserahu, dahok siv liel mine. Before it had spoken about a kain kiikne nefesh v'chleiv yilid beso. The Pesach already referred to those that are born from the household of a It would have been sufficient to write when she, meaning the girl from the house of a Kohen, marries an Ishzar. Therefore, the whole word Ubas didn't need to be written, and it was. So this enables even the Rabbonon to darshan that the halacha of Bias Posel, Posel, is not limited to Benois Kayin, to the daughters of Canaan, but includes Levi of Yisraelis as well. Ashkechon Latruma. So, technically speaking, even though in our commentary before we 
were in, we were imprecise. Here, the Gemara says that so far, this pasuk is talking about eating. So that refers to truma. It doesn't refer, as we mistakenly said before, the kahuna. The pasuk refers to truma, le kahuna menolan. From where do we know that a woman that had intimacy with someone who was unfit renders her unfit to marry into the kahuna? So the Gemara answers, uh, it was, this point was alluded to earlier. Now, this particular section of Gemara has its own marking. You see on the side, the Mivneh, there's a triangle that appears in alternating directions. It's a Ma'akav, an attempt to keep track of the back and forth style. With the point facing up, that will be a response. The inverted triangle will be a rejection. So, in responding to this question of Kahuna Menolan, the Gemara answers. Before, did we not mention that we're including Leviyah of Yisraelis? Otto Leviyah of Yisraelis? Lola Kahuna Marbinon Lehu? Were we, when we made reference before, uh, in the, we said Ubas Kayin comes to include the Leviyah of Yisraelis. Regarding what? Leviyah of Yisraelis don't eat from Truma. They don't come from households uh, where Truma was eaten. So when we were including them, were we not, in fact, including them that they are, when they become puzzle, they become puzzle in terms of marrying into the kahuna. So, <clears throat> that was already sourced. So, let's read this in the Gemara. Atu of Yisraelis lo lakuna marbina lahu. When we spoke about including Leviyah of Yisraelis before, were, uh, and that's where you have the arrow on the side in order to see, to, to point out where that was uh, mentioned, just a few lines up. We were including them with regard to marrying into the Kuna. Deila Truma, because if you were to think that our inclusion of Levi of Israel was for Truma eating, Benos, Mechal, Truma, Ninu, were they able, are they able to eat Truma in the first place? We wouldn't describe the Levi of Israel as becoming rendered unfit for Truma eating when they were never fit for Truma eating in the first place. The Gemara asks, Alam uh, how, how Why not? Why not say, in fact, that the reference before to the Le- Levi of Yisraelis was that the Bias Postle renders her unfit for Truma consumption? And, and you'll say, what well, she never ate from Truma in the first place? That's not true. Mishkachas law, You can have a situation where a, na, a woman, non kayin woman, a Levi of Yisraelis, Let's say she married a Kohen. Kosher marriage. Married a Kohen. And she had a child from the Kohen. The Kohen husband died. But she had a child from the Kohen. The Torah provides for this mother, who's a Levi of Israelis, to eat Truma. Because the Pusik speaks about Zera Ein Law. Where a, a woman, where there, where there was no children. But if there are children, she's entitled to eat the Truma as a result of having been married once to a Kohen and producing children from him. So the teaching that we have above might very well be telling me that a woman like that, if she has intimacy with an unfit individual with a puzzle, she loses her truma rights. So we don't see any source regarding the woman herself becoming puzzle with regard to marrying into the kahuna. 
The Gemara response, Bishvil Bino, as far as the issue of uh, being affected by Bia's puzzle and eating of Truma because she happened to have a child from a Kayane, that is learned from another place. I don't need Ubas for that. The above Limud of Ubas in fact is what we are looking for and as far as the eating of truma because of child that can be derived through kalbachomer mind you a kohenes who has inherent kohenes sanctity she eats because of her inherent sanctity the intimacy with someone that's unfit ruins her, disqualifies her. A Levia of Israel has, has less of a truma connection. Her only connection is because she had a child from a Kayin. She doesn't have this Kedusha de Nafsha. She doesn't have this inherent sanctity. Certainly then, the Bias Pussel will, un, will render her unfit for truma eating. So if, if this be true then, if I could rely on this Kavachomer, so then the Ubas uh, Limud up from above can be the source for bias puzzle passels le kahuna. Passels renders her unfit to marry into a in, to marry a Kohen. The Gemara says, no, 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 you can't rely on this Kalvachomer. This very source or, or point that you're relying on begs the issue. Vihanosenis is an expression meaning it begs the issue. Kahenes de Kadish Gufa Pasilop. It's, it's actually because she has inherent sanctity that the uh, the bias puzzle will puzzle her. In other words, uh, we can say she's more sensitive. She's more. She's holier. The holier one is the more liable to ruination, to disqualification. They are so because she has kedushas aguf. She becomes the the bas becomes unfit for uh, truma eating because of the bias puzzle but if I were I wouldn't know on my own through Kalbachomer regarding therefore uh, the posuk is needed Ubas coin would be needed to puzzle the Yilvius from truma so I don't have a source then for uh, inherent for, for, uh, for um, kahuna where we had dashed underlined above uh, by the Roman numeral number two. I don't have a source for that anymore. So here the Gemara introduces, this is the second approach. We were relying before on the uh, attempt to learn from Ubas. So here we come with a new a new approach. Ela, Likahuna, Kavachomer Migrusha. The idea that a Bias puzzle will puzzle a Bas Kohen from marrying into the kuna can be learned through Kavachomer logic from Grusha, from a divorcee. Uma Grusha, Shimuteris Petruma Asulakuna, a woman who is divorced from a kosher marriage. She's divorced. She goes back, if she's a Bas Kohen, she goes back to her father's house, and that's when she's Muteris Petruma. Or, in general, let's say that again, that a Bas Kohen who is divorced, 
she is muteris betruma. But once she's divorced, she cannot marry a Kohen anymore. Zu she'asura betruma, the woman who was nivala l'pasel, someone who had intimacy with someone that's unfit, Eino din, it's obvious, it's all the more so, Shepsula Lekahuna. The Gemara asks, can you use Kalvachomer logic to derive that, to derive a prohibition? The expression Minadin means Kalvachomer logic. Mazhirin is an expression that means a, a uh, negative command. Can I derive a prohibition through Kalvachomer logic? As far as rules of Talmudic learning are concerned, we say Ein Mazhirin Minadin. We don't derive new prohibitions from Kalvachomer logic. The Gemara says here it's really not Kalvachomer logic, it's Gilui Milsa Bialmahu. The Rashi. Uh, explains Giloi Milsa Biamahu Velav Melach Mine Alfinon Lav Likuno Mitrumo. It's not as if we're deriving a negative command regarding marrying the Kuna from the eating of Truma. Rather, the Memela. It's it's simply a logical byproduct. Kavon de Ifsala Litruma, since she has become rendered unfit for Truma. Ipsala Likuna. <coughs> Part and parcel makes her unfit to the Kuna. The Truma Hainu Kedushis Kuna. The inability to consume Truma is simply a reflection of Kahuna sanctity. So someone who is rendered unfit for the eating of Truma, it follows from that they can that they cannot marry into the Kahuna. We have a bracketed section. And there's an explanation on on the side where there's a star. Achrei shagemora motzakan moker lebias posel posel bas kohen mikahuna. Now that the gemara has found a source for a uh, intimacy with someone unfit, renders the daughter of a kohen unfit to marry into the kuna after the bracketed section from where do I know that the intimacy uh, with a posel would render a levia and Yisraelis as well unfit to marry into the kuna so up till this point the war is focusing on a bas kohen and that certainly was the case with regard to the Kavachomer that we just saw. Kavachomer, which the Gemara really describes as Gilui Milsa Biyama, a simple a, a revelation of information as opposed to uh, Kavachomer. Nevertheless, it's derived from this point. Someone who was, is Mutter in Truma becomes Osir in the Kuna. Who are we describing there? We're describing a Bas Kohen. So the Bas Kohen, when she has... Uh, when she becomes unfit to Truma as a result of intimacy with someone who is puzzle, so certainly she becomes unfit to the Kuna. And now, just to review the obvious, the uh, the issue of her her uh, becoming 
unfit to truma as a result of a bias puzzle. This we derived earlier from the ubas uh, extra word. Okay, so now having mentioned the superstructure of the Gemara, within the brackets, our comment on the side reads, Who is considered puzzle to render or to disqualify a woman as a result of their intimacy? So just again, take an, a bird's eye view of the Gemara. If you skip to the uh, third line from the top on Samach Tesom and Aleph, you will notice the Gemara says, Ashkechon Kohenes. We found a source regarding a Kohenes, a Bas Kohen, the V of Israel's Menolan. From where do we know that the intimacy uh, with someone who is puzzle will render a Levi of Israel unfit to marry the into the Kahuna? That having been said, we can now go into the bracketed section, the Amor. Why not say Nivala Lapasala equals Chaive Prisus? We had seen a list of people that were considered unfit, and we saw this in a Tanaic source. Uh, it mentioned a, uh, a person who reaches nine years in a day, and he's, that means he's capable of intimacy. If he's a Ger Amoni or Moavi Mitzriya Domi Kusi, this always saw this on Samachesum and Aleph. And if they have intimacy with the Kehenis of Israelis, we said they render her unfit. And we in our in the course of our discussion we saw unfit for eating Truma if she's a Bas Kohen. Well, all of those people that were in the list, though they're forbidden. Uh, that they, if one does have intimacy with them, it does not result in the serious kores punishment. It's a negative. There's a negative command in most of the cases. In the case of mitzri uh, adomi, it's an issue of violating a positive command, but it's not any more serious than a than something that would deserve lashing. The Gemara here is suggesting maybe Nivala Lapasala really is Chayve Krisus. People with whom intimacy would result in a Kores punishment. So that would mean that a brother and sister, uh, let's say the daughter of a coin, has intimacy with her own brother. Now that's Chayv Kores. Maybe that's the kind of intimacy that would render her or disqualify her. Gemara says, no, that can't be the explanation of the Pasuk, because in the Pasuk we saw Ki Siyeh Omar Rachmona. Ki the word that verb form, Ki when she will be, the verb form of Ki indicates uh, bonding, the, the uh, fusing together of a relationship which is not the case when you have that means a brother cannot marry the sister if a, a brother offers uh, money in exchange for his sister's approval of marriage nothing takes hold they wouldn't need a get, let's say a divorce document to break them up let's read this in the Gemara those kind of people, the, those kind of forbidden people that 
the marriage bond can be established. When we say can be means it if done it takes hold, doesn't mean that we that it's allowed. But with your, when you're dealing with intimacy with someone that would result in a kores punishment, the marriage bond doesn't even take hold. Therefore, the posuk cannot be talking about chivei kores, but rather isurei lav, people that are forbidden only to the tune of a negative command. The Gemara asks, well, i hachi, oivei kechavim, eved lo lifsalu, uh, intimacy with a with an idol worshipper, with a Gentile or with a slave, should not render a woman unfit. Why? Because by them there's no havaya. If a uh, contrary to maybe what a very common notion amongst uh, people today, as we're making this recording, intermarriage. Uh, uh, from a Jewish perspective is a non-marriage. Uh, There's no bonding that takes place. In other words, a, uh, if, a, 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 there, if a couple that are intermarried, one is Jewish and one is not Jewish, you don't need a, a halachic get, a, a, a divorce document uh, that's, uh, that, that the halacha uh, requires in general for couples to break up. One just they just walk away from one another, and here we're not dealing in the course of our year with with uh, uh, secular government requirements. It's not part of the Torah, but when you're dealing with from the Torah perspective, uh, an intermarried couple that's an oivid kichovim or an eved, an eved is a slave. That kind of marriage <coughs> between uh, full fledged Jew and a and a Gentile or a slave. Since there's no Havai, according to the rules that we're saying now, they should not uh, render a woman unfit. And yet, we know that they are. The woman is rendered unfit. In other words, a uh, if you just imagine for for a moment a uh, a, a Jewish girl on a on a uh, uh, college campus that uh, happens to. Uh, be uh, free with her body and has intimacy with a Gentile uh, might be a very nice fellow and all but still intimacy is, is strictly forbidden Jew and Gentile and she does ha- do that that girl cannot uh, becomes rendered uh, unfit, is disqualified from uh, the matters regarding to kahuna, to priesthood and a person who knows that he is a Kohen, he has to be very careful when it comes to uh, choosing a mate. A girl that had intimacy with a Gentile is not fit to marry a Kohen. So, but the Gemara is asking, but the, that kind of, of uh, those individuals don't create a marriage bond to begin with. So maybe they shouldn't render her unfit according to the rules that we are saying now. The Gemara says answers. Hanoch pasli midrabi Shmuel that an oivet kichavim and eved render a woman unfit to kohen related matters. That is learned from another source from Rabbi Shmuel. The Yom Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Yochanan says in the name of Rabbi Shmuel, minayin oivet kichavim ve'eved sheboal bas Yisrael v'al kohenes ulavia sheposlua. From where do we know that a non-Jew 
whether it be a Gentile or a slave, that Bo'abasas means has intimacy. They have a, a one-night fling. They do something in, in, a, in a back room in a party. And you can imagine any one of those scenarios that, uh, uh, in all due respect, one thing one has to be very clear on is that that girl is no longer allowed to the kahuna. From where do we know that? And by the way, this doesn't mean, this you can see from the Gemara, it's not referring only to a girl that's a bas coin. All Jewish girls uh, uh, are, are subject to this restriction. Shenemar ubas koyen kisia almona ugrusha and the Pusik goes on to say we have on the side the continuation of the Pusik Vizera Ain Law, Vishovel Besovia Kinurao, Milechamovia Tochel, Vichol Zar Loyochal Boy. And we learn from this Me Shieshlo Almonis Vigerushin Ba What kind of girl goes back to uh, eating Chuma? It's a kind of girl that had been with a man through whom we would establish her as either an almona or a grush almona means she'd be considered a widow if he dies or she'd be considered a divorcee if he divorces her. Well, those are all kinds of people that the marital bond takes hold. However, the concept of a, of a get, of a Gentile man giving a get, that's not, that's not one of the mitzvahs that Gentiles have. Yotsu oivet kichavim ve'eved to the exclusion of an evik of eved she'ein lo almonus ve'gerishin These concepts don't apply to a, an intermarried couple. So that the Pesach says what kind of girl goes back to eating truma? The kind of girl that was with a man that could create a, the almona or gerushin status. A man who doesn't create an almona, an almona or grusha status. So she would be disqualified from kahuna matters. The Gemara continues as we indicated earlier. Ashkechon Kohenes and Rashi's kind enough at the very top to help us continue. He says Ashkechon Kohenes the posil law eved. We can we see from here that the uh, the bias posil would posil a Kohenes. The via of Yisraelis minalon. We we should point out that. The pasuk that was cited that we just had in the brackets spoke about the bas kohen. So, what about a levia Israelis? The more answers. Omar Rabbi Abba Marav bas ubas. We saw that Rabbi Abba darshaned the word ubas earlier. So here in this posuk as well, we have that word, ubas. The thinking right now is, it's the drosh is focusing on the vov. The Gemara therefore asks, as we asked earlier, Keman, Kirabi Akiva, the Dorish Vovi, is this halacha then bound or, or established only by Rabbi Akiva, but the Rabbonon would not agree? Gemara says, not so. Afilu Temo Rabbonon, even the Rabbonon would agree, Kula. Ubas pro Yaseirahu. The whole word Ubas is uh, uh, extra. It didn't need to be written. 
the Rashi points out why that is the case because right before this Pasuk this by the way was Pasuk Yud Gimel we saw in Pasuk Yud Beis it was just before it the, the Pasuk spoken about Ubas Kohen so that we know who we're talking about when you get the Pasuk Yud Gimel Every now and then in uh, our Gomorrah markings recordings, uh, I discover in the course of the actual shiur uh, a point that needs to be uh, clarified or in this case corrected. Uh, it's a structural note that we made earlier, I believe at this point uh, needs to be undone. Uh, earlier we had mentioned the bracketed section that started from several lines up from the bottom of uh, Omid Beis, of Chesamaches Omid Beis, ending at the second line from the top here. But I think, in retrospect, because of Rashi's one word that he adds at the top, Rashi Ashkun Kehenes, the Posilo Eved, that shows me that really the Gemara was continuing its simple back and forth discussion uh, uh, where we had uh, af- after the Gemara had said on Sama Chesom at Beis Gilui Milsa Ba'alma the Gemara then had suggested that maybe Nivalal Apostle means Chayvei Krisus the Gemara says well the Pasuk says Kisiye indicating that those that Pasul are only B'nai Havaya as opposed to Chayvei Krisus, which are not B'nai Havaya. Then the Gemara asks, and all of this we learned, and we learned it basically correctly, but it, the Gemara continued without any need for skipping sections. The Gemara then said, well, what about Oivei Kichavim and Eved? Those are not B'nai Havaya. So the Gemara answers, as far as the, the, that Oivei Kichavim and Eved render a woman unfit, that is learned from Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel cited the Pasuk, it was Pasuk Yud Gimel, Ubas a, uh, a man th- th- through whom a woman's status of almonogusha could be established to the exclusion of an oivet kechavim or eved that don't create that status of almonos or gerushin. Uh, we don't. We certainly know that we know that uh, an eved or an, a goy a gentile does not give a get. So they are not. They're not associated with almonos or gerushin. However. The Gemara then asked three lines from the top of Samach Tesom and Aleph. Well, that's fine and good as far as a Kohenes, that is Nifsala through the intimacy with an Eved or an Ovid Kehoven, because the Posuk that was cited was Ubas Kohen. What about a Levi Yisraelis, Minolon, that, that they become Apostle uh, uh, through an uh, Eved and Ovid Kehoven? So the Gemara answered based on Rabbi Abba's drosha of Posuk Yud Beis, where the word Ubas was darshan. So uh, in Posuk Yud Gimel, which is the source for the psul of Eved Ovikachavim, the Ubas word appears. So I hope that this clarifies the um, the imprecision that we had before. I hope that's okay. So my apologies for this digression, but nevertheless we pick up the Gemara. Here on Samach Tes Omed Aleph, uh, seven lines from the top, the Gemara asks, the an alternative suggestion, Mishi Yeshlo Almonis Vigerushin Ba, 
regarding people like that, so people who do establish the Almona status through their death or Girish and through their divorcing her, Kiles Lei Zera Kochla, when she has no children from through him, so then she goes back to her father's house and eats resumes the eating of Truma. Kiis Lei Zera when there are children from them lo ochla so then she wouldn't continue resume eating however someone like an Evid or that doesn't establish almonus or gerishin maybe the standard that applies to them is that even if they do uh, have seed meaning children are produced she is able to eat and the uh, idea being, as Rashi says, because they, in terms of laws of intimacy, are concerned, are considered kibehema biyama. The Gemara says, responds, im Cain, if that were the case, ribui levio v'israelis lomali. We before mentioned ubas comes to include levio v'israelis. If the point of the whole Pasuk was to tell me this, that if she, uh, the distinction between uh, those that have Almonus and Gerishin, uh, if there is a seed, she does, uh, she, she does not resume eating Truma, but these people that don't have Almonus and Gerishin, even if there is seed, she's able to resume eating truma. What does that have to do with Levia and Yisraelis? They don't have any connection to the to resumption of eating of truma. And yet we had the Reboi uh, learn from Ubas. What was that for? So therefore, we can't accept this particular alternative suggestion. Rashi elaborates. We look at Rashi four lines from the top. Im Cain, the high craw. If it were so that this pasuk is actually teaching me that the uh, the aforementioned leniency, that that children born from a an intermarriage intermarried unit would not render her unfit to resume truma eating. The Ubas word that came to include Levi Israelis, what's it there for? Lomali, the cause of Ubas, Kroyusera. Now that according to our suggestion that that children born after a union with a with a with a gentile or a slave does not render the Bas Kohen herself from being unfit, Leviv Israelis Mibaya, it would be obvious that Leviv Israelis certainly would not be rendered unfit. So with that in mind, as we see that this alternative approach uh, cannot be accepted. The Gemara asks, Ula Rebbe Akiva, and here we have a topic heading, the Nosei, where we've written on the side, Me'achar de Rebbe Kiva, Lo Boy HaPosuk Ubas Koyen Kisia Monogusha Rabbi Kiva doesn't need the Posik of Ubas Kohen to learn from it the psul, uh, the disqualification as a result of Eved and, and, and Gentile. So what does he do with this Posik? So now we read. Ula Rabbi Akiva de Omar 
Ein Kedushin Toifsin Bechayve Lavin. That there is no bonding when you're dealing with uh, violations of even a mere negative command nature. Umay Kisiya Liishzar. What does the Posa Kisiya Liishzar mean for Rabbi Akiva? Ki Tiboyel. When there is intimacy. It doesn't mean when there is marriage. It means when there is intimacy. And that would include all those that are not qualified for marriage. All those that are prohibited. Including Eved and Akum. Including slave and Gentile. According to Rabbi Kiva, therefore, Almona Ugrusha Lomali. What is the role of Almon and Grusha in the Pasuk for Rebbe Akiva? Before we saw the words Kisia Almona Ugrusha for the exclusion of Eved and Oived Kechavim, that they would not enable her to go back to eating Truma. But as far as uh, Rebbe Akiva is concerned all of that one could have derived from Posuk the earlier Posuk uh, uh, Posuk Yud Beis Ubaskein Kisiyah Liishzar so what does Rebbe Akiva learn from the presence of Almona and Gerusha uh, in, in, in this Posuk, posuk Yud Gimel and uh, if we look at Rashi Ule Rebbe Akiva, the Yomar ain kedushin toifsim la adam pasul, v'hai kisiel izar deliel lav mishum havaya nokit. It wasn't there for telling me about where marriage can take hold or not. Ule meimra the ain bias pasul poselus elavamisha roi lekadesh, and to tell me that bias pasul will render unfit only someone who's not fit to marry. Da ain kedushin l'shum pasul. As far as Rabbi Akiva is concerned, there is no marital bond with anyone who is unfit. As we said before, it's inclusive of all those that are unfit for marriage, including the Oyved Kechavim and Eved. So the, ex, the disqualification created by Oyved Kechavim and Eved could have been derived from the previous Pasuk. Almon, Rashi continues, Almono Grusha Lashmina Oyved Kechavim Eved Lomali. What is the role of Almona and Grusha doing here to shed light? On and Eved, according to Rabbi Akiva. So now we go back to the Gemara. Almono lahachmir oleho, grusha lahokil oleho. In fact, the words Almona and Grusha are not coming to exclude uh, those that have Almonas and Grushin, but rather they are needed to teach me about these very. Uh, entities themselves, an Amona and a Grusha. As the Gemara explains, this is a long answer. Almona lahachmir Grusha With regard to the Almona, you'll see a point of stringency, and with regard to the Grusha, a point of leniency. Utsricha. Di'iyashmin an Almona. If the Posik would have told me about an Almona. So, an Almona is a widow. 
I would have said as follows: Almona who the law zera ochla. That as the pasuk says that when there is no children, when a woman had been married, a, a bas kohen had been married to a non kohen, and there were no children, she goes back. She resumes eating truma from her father's house. So we say when she has no children, she eats mishum dechazi lekuna. Now Almona is a widow; she is fit to marry other standard kehanim. Avogrusha the lochazi lekuna, a woman who was divorced, she's not fit to the kuna. Ema, I would have thought afogav the less lozera, even though no children were produced, lo she doesn't resume truma eating. After all, you're dealing with the one that can't marry into the kahuna as a result of her being a divorcee. So therefore, stating Almona would have led me to a wrong conclusion regarding a grusha. The Ashmina grusha, and had the Torah stated that a grusha divorcee goes back to eating truma, grusha hu is la zera lo achla, there, by the case of the grusha, I would have thought that when there are children, so she does not eat. Because she's not fit to the kahuna. But with regard to an almona that's fit to the kahuna, I would have thought, even if she had children from her deceased husband who was a non-Kohen, even though there are children, she would eat which we know is not the case. Tzricha, therefore, it's necessary to spell out the halachas of Almona and Grusha, telling me that in both cases, when there are no children, she goes back to her father's house to eat. When there are children, she does not go back to her father's house to eat. In, in truth, we are uh, in the middle of a sukya about determining who is a posel and who is not. Um, we have a new marking which is indicated on the side under the Mivne heading, the trapezoid or volcano shape. Halos Hatsos Vitchiosam. We're going to be raising uh, suggestions and the Gemara will reject them. So the Gemara suggests, when we speak about a woman having intimacy with someone who is unfit, that that should include af a man who after divorcing his wife takes her back but in the interim after the initial divorce she went and married another man the Torah says that in such cases a man is not to take uh, back his original wife that he divorced it's a very nice thing for people to remarry or marry again the woman they divorced. But that's provided that in the interim they didn't go and marry someone else. So that's called Mahsir Gushoso, but the fuller expression is Mahsir Gushoso Mishanises. That's a forbidden relation. Shall we say that a woman like that, let us say she's the daughter of a Kayin, because. Uh, 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 in a, in a case of a daughter for Cain, she, as a uh, an unmarried woman, she would be able to eat from her father's truma. If she were, let us say, married to a man who divorced her and then remarried her, when in the interim she married someone else, 
maybe that should be considered uh, something that renders her unfit, disqualifies her from truma. So the Gemara answers. The Pasuk used the expression Laish Zar, Omar Rahmana. Misha Zar etz law meikara. It's a type of man that was at the very outset unfit for her. La Fukehai, to the exclusion of this man, the low Zar etz law meikara, who he wasn't originally unfit. It's true in the interim, she became he became unfit to her because she had married someone else. But that's not what the Pusik was referring to. Question, Ihachi, Cholo, the Lav Zarhu, Lo Lifsal. And this is a very interesting line because we have to add explanation. When the when uh, we is a is a man whose father was a Kohen and he, but his father did something wrong. He married a divorcee. The the resultant son is a non-Kohen, halachically speaking, even though his father's a Kohen. A man like that, let's say a Bas Kohen, a, a girl whose father is a Kohen, and she's a regular kosher from a kosher marriage, she's allowed, the Torah does not have any uh, prohibition upon her from marrying a holo. If you switch things around, namely a a girl whose father was a Kohen and married a divorcee, she's a halola. She cannot marry uh, that a Kohen is not allowed to marry her. But a Kohenis, she is allowed to marry a halol. So when the when the halolos is in the ma- on the masculine side of the equation, so the wife can be a kohenis. But when the woman is the halola, so the man who's a kohen he's forbidden. So here we're suggesting that a halol who is not a czar to her in the sense that a kohenis, a bas kohen, is allowed to marry a halol. But we happen to know that Abbas Kohen who marries a Cholol she is rendered unfit with uh, upon intimacy with a Cholol she's rendered unfit to eating truma but if the if the approach that we that we just cited that Leish Zar means when is a woman rendered unfit when it's a man that originally was forbidden to her is a Cholol originally forbidden to her to Abbas Kohen? No. So would, does, does that mean then that Abbas Kohen that has intimacy with a Cholol can, go, can resume eating truma from her father's house? Well, that we know is not true either. So what do we do with the rules? So let's read this in the Gemara again. Ihachi, uh, if, if it's so, that only someone who zar meikora renders her unfit, Cholol de lav zarhu a cholol who is not considered zarhu to her shouldn't render her unfit, and yet we know that he does. Omar Kro, lo yechalel zaroi be'amov. That's a posuk. Makish zaroi loi. We compare his seed to him. Mahu posel, just like a 
Kohen Godol renders an almona unfit through his intimacy. So just like he renders the woman unfit, af zaroi, so to his seed, meaning a Kohen Godol that has relations with an almona and produces a child. The child is called a cholol. Similar to the case we mentioned before of a Kohen Hedyot that marries a Grusha. The child is a cholol. So just like he renders the woman unfit, af zaro nami posel, so to his seed, his children, who are chalolim, they also render women that they have intimacy with unfit for truma. Question, v'eimo mishas havaya, should we say that even from the point of time that the puzzle is Makadesh, the woman, up till now we've spoken about intimacy, maybe the, the, the point of prohibition or disqualification is from the point that the, this, the un, unfit man offers the Bas Kohen money to marry her. That's Shas Havaya. The, the, literally the, from the point to be to be we mentioned before indicates the marriage bond is established and that is from the point that he is Mekadishar the Gemara says no we're not going to say that the halochas of disqualification are paralleled to that which we learn from the case of the Kain Godol uh, and the and his relations with an almona. Ma kain gadol almona just like in the case of the kain gadol, uh, renders her unfit from truma only as a result of intimacy. Af hai nami bebiyah. So too the cholol as well will render uh, the woman unfit uh, with through intimacy, not through the uh, offering of kiddushin. Question: Maybe psul results. Maybe he doesn't passel uh, the the, un, the uh, unfit one. Unfit man doesn't render the woman unfit until you have both marriage. That means the money is given to her and intimacy. The Gemara answers as we just did. Dumia de Kangolobamona. The halochas of ruination are learned from the standard applied to a high priest with the widow. Ma Kangolobamona Babiel the Chuda, just like in the case of the Amona with the Kangolob, it's through intimacy alone. Af Hai Nami Babiel the Chuda. So too here it is through intimacy alone. No need to also reco- uh, 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 have the presence of kiddushin, of money being offered to her beforehand. The continuation of the Gemara will deal with the other Shitas Tanoim that we saw on Daf Samach and Aleph. So Mirza Shem in our next year will pick up from this point.